0: Hi everyone! Welcome back to the Suit Yourself podcast. I'm Lauren. I'm Brittany. And there's no Jesse this week, so no Jesse. We finally, we kicked her out. Just kidding. No, Jesse is on vacation, <laughs> and we are going to do this episode without her. So everyone, spam comment we miss Jesse so that she'll come back, and we never have to do an episode without her.
1: I know it feels sad. weird.
0: <laughs> I feel like I feel like I'm cheating on her or something. But I'm I not. know. Yeah. So this week, um, I just got back from Australia. So we're going to start out, I'm going to do a little recap of that. I'll try not to go too long because I feel like talking about your vacations is kind of on the same lines as talking about your dreams with the fact that people <laughs> pretend to care, but they really don't care that much. <laughs> oh my God. So I'll try to keep it short um and then after that we're just gonna do I'm gonna talk about some of my favorite like travel tricks that I did on the trip there and we're just gonna have some like do's and don'ts f- tips for something as small as just like a weekend trip home or as big as flying across the country so that's what we're gonna start with but first off let's hear from Brittany and hear how her week went well I guess it's oh like couple weeks because I like we recorded all those episodes in advance. And haven't recorded in a couple weeks. So, Britt, you can cover anything in the last three weeks that you want.
1: Oh, the floor gosh. is yours. <laughs> oh. Oh, this is weird. Okay. Um, so, I have my typical clinicals. They're kicking my butt, per usual. <laughs> I don't think I'll ever... I don't know. We'll, we'll survive it somehow. Can't wait for <laughs> December. But, um, other than clinicals, I've... Honestly, I've seen, like, been hanging out with more people lately, hanging out with my family, which has been nice. I think I need a lot of social interaction to make me feel sane and kind of, like, the <laughs> craziness of school. So, yeah. like, I had I had breakfast and lunch with a friend. Two different friends, I should say, I guess. Um, <laughs> which was fun. There's a lot of birthdays this month, including Lauren's. Yeah, so, yeah. So... <laughs> Getting ready and celebrating a lot of people. um, But yeah, that's really it. I My life is the same old, same old. I was constantly I texting say- Lauren saying, send me updates <laughs> and pictures of Australia because <laughs> I'm living through <laughs> Lauren. <laughs> oh my. I will
0: say one thing you can update on, you're still on your Accutane and your skin is looking so good. Every day on your B-reels, when I look at them, it just oh. looks so smooth so like shiny and hydrated like it's slain I just want oh, you to know that that is so nice I comment all the like time the about it highest... too like every time I comment
1: <laughs> <laughs> that is like the highest compliment honestly someone could say because I feel like I still like I'm so nitpicky about my skin and certain things like I still have like mm-hmm. zits and stuff but like when people say that and they notice the difference I'm like oh my gosh it's actually doing something like it's maybe working yeah so it always feels good but I'm sure it's hard to tell be reals- too on Pactive your own lighting <laughs> oh, oh I will say it.
0: someone commented on I feel the same with my b-roll but I posted a b-roll a couple days ago and someone commented and was like your skin woke up the next day and I had like four pimples on my chin so Jinx, yeah, like my so skin mean. was just going crazy and I was like this is why social media is fake because mm-hmm. everyone saw my b-roll and saw the comment and was like wow, her skin just must be great all the time. And I wake up the next day and I'm like, okay. Yep. I look horrendous. No, I'm not going <laughs> to say that. I felt <laughs> ugly because like I put pimple patches on them. And you know when they get to the point where they're like, <laughs> this kind of gross, but when they're like crusty, but you don't want to peel them off yet because you want them to kind of come off on mm-hmm. their own. Yeah. You know that point? I had like oh, yeah. four of those. So it was just like a bunch of dry skin that was all kind of peeling around them. And then, like, the crustiness, so I would look in the mirror and be like, don't overthink it, don't overthink it, like, (laughs) because I did not. I
1: swear. Did not love it, but. I go to my, like, monthly dermatologist appointments, and he's like, your skin's, like, looking really good, and I'm like, like, I'm, like, feeling really good about myself, I'm like, okay, like, maybe one more month, two more months, I don't know, and then, like, the next Mm -hmm week I'm like this is the worst week my skin has ever been like it's just so <laughs> bad. I'm like, I wish he could have saw this part of it. Ugh. So I'm like, yeah. But we're getting there. I think. But thank you. No, that I can is definitely think, see the, seriously, the nicest thing ever. Yeah. Okay. Shall we get into it? Yeah, we're I hear time. about Australia.
0: Okay. Yeah, so I haven't have even heard a lot. I've
1: literally heard I saw yeah. like little snippets and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Well,
0: it's hard to even like know where to start because it was a little bit over two weeks long, which is the longest trip I've taken in my life by far. Um, but so we flew on the way there. I had three flights and on the way back I had four flights. So it was the longest I've traveled by far, just by like time wise, distance wise, everything. I think Australia is 15 or 17 hours ahead And so it was, like, you know, switching your schedule completely as well. So it was definitely – I was pretty nervous about the trip just because there was so much going on. And I was going with my in-laws, so it was also, like, the first time I had been on a trip with them. And so I just was, like, I don't even know, like, how to prepare for this. I don't know how to pack for this. I feel overwhelmed. (laughs) But – Um, I feel like once I got the first, like, airplane ride done, because I also get kind of nervous on airplane rides, um, once I got the first one done, I was like, you know what? Like, I'm chilling. I packed what I packed. It's either going to suck or be good. Like, it's not (laughs) that big of a deal. I was like, I packed what I packed. You know, like, I'm just going to have such a great time. So I kind of tried to just chill out for a bit. Um, But yeah, so we got there, and it was just, like, so beautiful. One of the most beautiful places I've ever seen. The jet lag was pretty bad when I first got there because I was going to bed at like 8 p.m. most nights. <laughs> like, just so tired by the end of the day and then I'd wake up around 5 a.m., which was rough. But it also like Hiram and I, like all the couples spent like a few days sleeping on the couch because there wasn't enough bedrooms. And so Hiram and I were sleeping on the couch and that room was just like had a full window surrounding it. And so blind luck. sucked and so it would be so bright in there at like five or six in the morning so I'm lucky that we slept there first because that's when I was the most jet lagged anyways but then everyone else when they had to sleep after and we were waking up <laughs> at like eight now they were still waking up at like five because it got so bright so that's just kind of a little background about like getting there and that kind of stuff um on the actual trip itself like I'd say most days consisted of everyone waking up kind of early, and then we would have like one or two activities planned for the day, and we'd head out around 9 or 10, and we would just go and do the activity, whether it was going to the beach, going to the city, going to visit grandparents, um, whatever it was. We would go out, um, do things for like a couple hours, get some food, and then head back home around 4-ish, so we'd get back around 5.00. Then we'd have dinner together maybe watch a movie play some games and then go to bed so it was really fun because since we were there for two weeks we got to do like 14 different activities and we would drive somewhere new every Dang. day um some of the activities we did we went to a ton of different beaches that were all like under 30 minutes away so like i have a ton of beach pictures which is awesome um we went to a, a botanical garden that was really cool it was so beautiful We went um, to a, uh, what's it called? Animal Habitat, um, which is basically like a zoo, except it's a little bit more interactive. And so there, it was really cool. I actually got a, like, held, I held a koala in my arms for like a couple minutes. I saw that picture.
1: Oh my word. It is like,
0: I look back on those pictures, I'm like, this is like crazy. Because they're pretty heavy and like, they, Like, you don't have to have any experience at all. Like, you literally just pay $10 and show up and they just hand you the koala and you just hold on to it while it's, like, eating leaves and stuff. (laughs) They were so chill and it was so cool. And, like, at first I was worried, like, because I felt bad because I was like, what if the koalas don't want to be held and we're just paying to, like, put them through that? But then we were talking to the zookeepers or employees and they were saying, They have, I think, 24 koalas, like, to rotate through, and so each koala, I think they only do, like, three or four a day to be held, um, and, like, each koala, like, none of them have ever, like, hurt anyone or seemed like they're disliking it, and they just make sure that, because all, you just hold them. You don't get to, like, mess around with them or anything, um, and they just eat, like, while you're holding them, so... After hearing that, I was like, okay. I feel better about this because I was feeling kind of guilty. (laughs) Just being like, what if the koalas don't even like it? And I'm just paying to do this. But so we did that and then we uh, fed kangaroos, which was crazy. And I was Were you uh, scared? Scared. Oh yeah. So (laughs) I used to be really scared of animals as a kid, and I've gotten better, but I'm still not like great with them. But I was feeling like decent about the koalas, because they're also not like not koalas. I was feeling decent about the kangaroos. Cause they weren't, they didn't have as many like full size ones. Like you see in the wild, they're a lot more domestic. But then I saw this sign outside their habitat and it was like, you know, make sure, like keep your hand out straight. Don't like rile them up. And I was like, okay. But then the last thing it said is like, if their ears are like pointed back, don't approach. So I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) So I walked in, literally I was so scared because then anytime their ears were moving, I was like, so, like, stressed. Like, they would start, like, inching backwards. And, like, sometimes when they eat, their ears just go backwards naturally. Like, they're just, like, chilling. But if their ears are back, I literally would be, like, shaking. I'm, like, I'm going <laughs> to get attacked by this kangaroo. <laughs> All this kind of stuff. But I was very brave, and I did it. But I was scared. Um, So those are some of the cool things we did. They had, like, this city that we would go on, like, this tram train thing every day that was right outside our house. And so... There was, like, a beach you could go to or the city, which had, like, a ton of different shopping places, food you could get, like, just anything and everything you could ever want. And so that was super fun. And Hiram and I did a few date nights where we just went off on our own and, like, did our own thing, went shopping on our own and stuff. So I'm trying to think what else. It just was, like, what was the like, craziest trip of my life.
1: What was some of the best food you had? Because I saw some of, like, the pastries and oh, they looked yes. delicious.
0: Yes. <laughs> okay. First things first, I had the best pad thai of my entire life there. They had, it's like this, um, I don't even know how to explain it, like food market kind of where you walk in and there's just vendors lining all of the walls, like a bunch of different booths and stuff and you can just eat whatever. And they had one that was like Asian food. And so they had a bunch of different Asian places. and we picked this one at random and the pad thai was so freaking good. The best pad thai of my life. So that was really good. And then I had, um, there was like this bakery close to our house and Hiram and I would walk there uh, a couple of mornings and they had these like uh, chocolate croissants. They were so good. They were just like fresh and flaky and powdered sugar on top. And they were so, so good. <laughs> so I had that. And then, oh, also I did try kangaroo, like kangaroo meat. <gasps> good, bad. <back. Yeah. laughs> Uh, I hate to say it, really good, unfortunately. And like, I also like
1: <laughs> I like tried chicken? it after we
0: went and fed the kangaroo. So oh, it was like <laughs> yeah, it was a texture, you know, like a pot roast kind of. Yeah, so it was kind of like that in the sense that it's like really tender, but like still cooked all the way through. But it was in the shape more of like a steak. So imagine hmm. a steak, but it peels apart like a pot roast, but. I, like, tried it and it was really good, but I could only eat a few bites before I kind of was, like, I'm – like, I can't do it. Yeah. Like, it just was – I don't know.
1: Especially because we had, like, can say. fed them a few days before. Yeah.
0: I said, this is so messed up. But, I was – yeah. They, it's, like, people will eat it there, but it's a bit more expensive um, than other mm-hmm. meat, so they don't eat it, like, super often. But it's, like, a pretty common thing for people to eat it there. So, I, like, wanted to try it – but I also was like, if there's any red blood at all, like a steak, I was like, I will not eat it because I will not yeah. eat red blood in a steak anyways. But it's like, yeah. especially if it's kangaroo meat and there's blood in it, I will not. I I would not oh. physically be able to get that down.
1: No, but yeah. I could not. So that
0: was the food. <laughs> I will say too, on that trip, I had to meet all of Hiram's extended family. So that was <laughs> stressful because <laughs> <laughs> I have not met a single one of his extended relatives. Oh, my word. But it was really good. They all really liked me. I tried my best to be, like, I don't know, like, be outgoing and talk to them and actually get to know them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they all really liked me. Um, His Nana, like, his grandma, just, like, the sweetest ever, and, like, we got along really well. And then his Papa is, like, really funny and has a super dry sense of humor. And so, <laughs> of course, like, <laughs> me and him got along
1: great. You guys are besties. Because he, has such a dry, <laughs>
0: su- yeah, he has such a dry sense of humor that some people don't understand it. But I was like, you know, this is in my wheelhouse. This is how I converse anyway. <laughs> so <laughs> He was just like so funny. So I met them and then I met um his other grandma and grandpa and they were super nice. I got to meet all of his cousins and aunts and uncles. Oh, oh my gosh. One thing I want to say. Okay. So they have this sport um, and they call it footy and it's kind of a cross- between, like, rugby, football, and soccer. Like, it's... They have a ball kind of in the shape of a football, but you can kick it and stuff, and it can roll on the ground. And there's, like, no pads, but you can, like, full body slam into each other, kind of. Like, it's just pretty intense. Um, But we went and watched a footy game, and this was the craziest thing of my life, and it kind of, like, scarred me a little bit. But within, like, the first 10 minutes of watching, we were watching a game of i think it was age like 14 to 17 guys uh we were watching and within the first 10 minutes someone like kicked their foot up and kicked another kid in the head like with his cleats <gasps> and the kid had a seizure on the field right in front of us and i like have never seen anyone have a seizure before oh my gosh. And so he was like seizing for a very long time and was laying on the field for forever and because it's a club sport they didn't have like paramedics there so they had to call the ambulance in. So that took a while. So oh. the game was just stopped for like 30 minutes. And luckily, like when the paramedics got there, the kid was able to like talk and move, which is really good because he's not paralyzed. But I think they were, like said back that he was crazy concussed and then also had like his nose was just like shattered. But <laughs> within like the first 10 minutes that had happened and I was like traumatized. I was like, what did I just see? Like, this is mm-hmm. absolutely crazy. And they were like, Wow, you guys really came on a crazy day. Like that doesn't happen very often. But he got kicked straight in the head, and yeah, so that oh, was crazy. Terrible. And then in the second game we watched, <laughs> in the second game we watched, they had this older ref. He was probably like in his 60s, but he's still moving around great. And someone kicked the football, and it hit him right in the face. Oh my god! he like, gosh. stumbled back, and then kept running, and like you could tell he was so disoriented. But so that happened, and so Hiram's aunts were like. You guys really just saw the craziest day of footy ever. Because, like, like, just so Americans much crazy stuff <laughs> happened. I was literally like, I cannot handle this. Imagine, because Hiram had said before that he had played footy when he was a little kid. So he's like, we should teach our kids footy. And then when that happened, I was like, mm-hmm. our kids will never. <laughs>
1: like, yeah. I'm You're like, so absolutely not.
0: Yeah. So it was just that's, like, that's scary that to see. crazy. Yeah. I hadn't even seen that. It was absolutely insane. Yeah, (laughs) and it was, like, literally right in front of us. Like, he was probably less than 30 feet away. And, it like, there wasn't anyone else really around him besides the guy that had kicked him. So it wasn't like he was covered by a bunch of people. Like, we saw him actively. Like, yeah.
1: He probably, that guy, imagine how
0: bad he felt. Yeah. That's what I thought, too. And we were like, "Uh, how can you even play after that? Like, if I had done that to someone, I would be, like, throwing up. Like, I just, yeah. Yeah.
1: I'd be like, I'll bench
0: myself. So, yeah, <laughs> This will be my last game I ever played.
1: <laughs> I'm retiring. I retire. <laughs> but yeah.
0: So, <laughs> so it was just a super great trip. We did so much. I like can't even think what else we did. Um, but those were just like some of the most memorable things. And I just had the best time. Like the craziest trip of my life for sure. Um, and now mm. I feel like I'm kind of a... Little bit more of an expert at traveling just because we it took so long to get there and back. I feel a lot better now if I go on another trip.
1: I feel like I kind of Dude,
0: have a grasp of what's good, what's not.
1: You would text us and you'd be like, Flight two, and then I'd do my whole day, and then you'd text us, Flight three, and I'm like, Oh my gosh, she's <laughs> been on a plane this whole time.
0: Oh, it was rough because on the way there, it was I'll kind of describe the way there and the way back from flight. So you guys can kind of get a gist of how long it was. But the first day we had our first flight at three something, and that was just to LA. So it was like an hour and a half maybe. But then we were stuck in LA for seven hours until the next flight left. And so, and you couldn't check your bags in until three hours before your flight takes off. So we were just surrounded with so much luggage and there were barely any seats. And you couldn't even go into the actual airport yet. Because you can't check your bags. So we were all just like shoved in this little place. Like waiting for so long. And then once we had waited for 7 hours. Then we got onto the plane. Which was an 11 hour flight. And then after the 11 hour flight. We had our flight in Fiji. And only 4 of us were going on that one. um, Because the other group had like. They were going from Fiji to Brisbane. To Adelaide. And we were just going from Fiji to Adelaide. So we literally got off our 11 hour flight walked through security and got right back on the next one, which was like six hours. <laughs> so, oh my gosh. I was so like, oh, just God. overwhelmed, tired. I didn't feel like I'd eaten very well on any of the planes because the food is kind of like meh. And I just was like, my butt was completely asleep. I felt like <laughs> I had not like walked or stood up in years. Like just it was so rough. Um, And then the way back, it was even worse. So we flew from Adelaide to Brisbane which was about three hours. And then we had an overnight in Brisbane. And so luckily Hiram's dad's cousin was able to come and pick us up. But so we like went to Brisbane and she like showed us around a bit. Then we stayed the night there. Then the next day we got to the airport at nine. And then we had our flight from Brisbane to Fiji, which was like another three hours. And then we were in Fiji for four hours. Then we flew on our 11 hour flight again from Fiji <laughs> to LA and then we had another like four hour layover and then we flew from LA to home and it was just so much. And oh. on the way there, Hiram and I slept on the long flight. Like I slept for probably five or six hours. So I only had to do like five more, which was like way nice. On the way home, Hiram and I didn't sleep for any of the flights. So we are up. By the time we went to sleep that night, we had been up for, like, 40 hours. So, it's just, like, that the amount That should not be loud. Yeah. It was terrible. But I just could not fall asleep on the long flight at all. And I just wasn't comfortable. I was, like, too hot. Like, I just was... I couldn't sleep at all. Um, which made the flight feel so long. <laughs> like, literally the longest thing ever. But, yeah. So, then... But then also staying up that long helped because that night we went to sleep. And I feel like my jet lag coming home has not been bad at all. Like, I barely felt it wow. at all. The only thing that's been kind of messed up is my eating. Like, I feel like I was would be super hungry at nighttime. And I'd wake up in the morning and not be that hungry. But that's, like, the only thing. My, my yeah. sleeping has been completely fine. But, man, huh. I was
1: that a long travel day.
0: So. Jeez.
1: <laughs> so this is a double Longs question. Long short.
0: That was a trip.
1: Yeah. This is a dumb question that's, like, totally off topic from flying. But, like, driving, like, wasn't it on the opposite Mm -hmm. side of the road, right? Yeah. (laughs) Was that strange? Like,
0: yeah. At first, so, I guess it depends on where you are. Because when I first got picked up by the airport, and when I first got picked up in the airport by Hiram's grandpa, I was like not even thinking about it and we start driving and i wasn't really thinking that much but then we went in the roundabout and we went the opposite way <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> what the heck <laughs> like that like it threw me off like so much um but then once we started like driving the next couple days i feel like i caught on very quickly um but it wasn't even like the driving that was confusing for me it was like their roads are so tiny Like, it's, like, a two-lane, but it's so much smaller than in America. And then also, people will park, like, all in front of all the stores. And so it's, like, you can't even... Like, it's so tiny to drive. And, like, people will have to go in and out of lanes to avoid, like, hitting the cars parked on the side. Like, it's just tiny. And I was, like, this would bother me so much. Yeah, compared to here,
1: it's, like, like six lanes.
0: Yeah, because even just, like, imagine the road like going into your neighborhood like imagine that but tinier with cars parked on both sides like it just was crazy and I, oh, I don't I know if that was just in Adelaide where we were or if that was other places but that was one thing that really like threw me off because it's like you'd be driving on one side and then you see a bunch of cars parked so then you'd have to move over to the other side and so it would kind of mm-hmm. slow things down because everyone's merging over and then they'd merge right back over as soon as the cars went away
1: oh so it's just
0: like sheesh louis <laughs> yeah but yeah, that was my trip. Oh, one last. What crazy was the thing weather? Say, the weather there was. It was like their fall, starting winter time, but it was still like sixties. So it was like oh. jeans, and you could wear a t-shirt with like a light jacket over it.
1: That's perfect. And then some weather. days I wore shorts.
0: Yeah, it was super nice. It was kind of rainy while we were there, and so everyone was like wow like you just like it must suck coming here when it's so rainy and i was like i think it's beautiful rainy like Mm -hmm. i think people there don't like the rain so i was like i think it's gorgeous (laughs) like because you have all the greenery and everything just like smells so fresh and like the rain wasn't (sighs) annoying at all it's kind of just like drizzling but but yeah the crazy thing i was gonna say is on (laughs) on our 11 hour flight back to the states um they had to have officers come into our plane when we landed to bring someone in because there was this 15 year old kid he was two rows behind me and Hiram and apparently like the um flight attendants have given had given him alcohol um I don't know how he got it but maybe they gave Ah. it to his dad next to him or something but he had like drank some and basically like 30 minutes before we landed he like the male flight attendant had told him like you need to stop drinking like you're underage because he was 15 he's like you need to stop drinking like this isn't allowed we're gonna have to have someone like talk with you when you get like when we land and this 15 year old is like very drunk at this point and he like just basically starts yelling for the next 30 minutes i'm gonna try to bleep out like what he was saying while still letting (laughs) you get the gist of what he's saying (sighs) but he was like very mad at the male flight attendant and so he was like f you you're just being a b word like i'm gonna f you up when we get back like he doesn't even know what's coming for him which was hilarious because this was fiji air so the guy was like six five like (laughs) crazy jacked the flight attendant (laughs) and then it was like this scrawny little 15 year old (laughs) but he was like literally yelling person Yeah. And he was like, you guys are the ones that are going to be in trouble because you gave me alcohol when I was underage. You didn't even check my ID. Like, this is all on you. But he was saying that with a ton more swear words, like very, very potty mouth. And at this point, all of us had been on the flight for 11 hours. So most of us were like, oh my gosh, like, shut up, (laughs) please. (laughs) And We were just so done with it. But the flight attendants kept having to go over and being like, because he like was so mad at the guy. But the girl flight attendants would come over and he would be like, they'd be like, you have to be quiet. And he'd be like, I'm sorry. Like, he was just being rude. But you guys are oh, so nice.
1: Because he was trying to, like, flirt with them. Because <laughs> it's these beautiful gosh. flight attendants.
0: And he's like, you guys are being so nice to me. But he's not. Like, I just wish he wasn't on this flight. And you were. Like, all this kind of stuff. And all of us were like, oh, my gosh. Like, just drop it. But
1: oh, so
0: my. our plane landed. And, like, the guy... The captain spoke over the speaker and was like, hey, guys, like when we land, everyone please stay seated. We have to have some like police come in um, to handle something. So please stay seated. And
1: so he literally got escorted was, out.
0: Yeah. So I think it's funny because like me and Hiram, I think there was 64 rows in this plane and had three different sections. Like it was a giant plane. But so, like, Jeez. everyone in the back knew what was going on and knew what it was. But I'm sure if you were in the middle or front row, like, you probably were terrified being, like, the police are going to come escort someone off. Like, did they have a weapon? Like, were they threatening people? And it was probably so funny to see them see some 15-year-old kid get escorted off. Because <laughs> they probably had no idea what was going on. But the rest of us wow. were like, oh.
1: Get him off. Yeah.
0: Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that was, like, the crazy thing. But... Yeah, that was my trip.
1: 30 minutes later. Dang.
0: <laughs> I was going to try to make it short for you guys, but I uh, did not at all. So.
1: Dude, no, I'm so my intrigued. Dad, I now have a
0: travel bug, but I don't yeah. got
1: anywhere or anyone to go travel with. So,
0: Dude, let's go somewhere. I'm for real. Let's go
1: I'm somewhere. down. Sign I'm me poor, up. I'm poor, but Tell I'll make win. it happen. Oh, same.
0: <laughs> <Tell me laughs> my um, brother and sister right now live in North Carolina, and I want to go visit them so bad road trip yeah but then they leave they're like leaving july 7th so i was like that's way too soon like i Uh, will not be leaving before then but they might stay there if my brother gets this job anyways but i was like (laughs) i wanted that to be my next destination i was like it's beautiful there it's like not as expensive you're still in the states but it's like a good time so my next station is
1: north carolina get me out of utah that's all i want (laughs) she's sick of Utah. <laughs> I'm sick of it. I've been on a plane, I think twice in my life. So yeah. I, would love. I didn't have much travel
0: experience before this either. And
1: yeah, I felt like I was very unequipped.
0: I did not know what to expect. And also, I feel like every single security checkpoint and that kind of stuff, they're all asking for different things. So I feel like every time we landed, I was so flustered because there's like eight different people yelling at you, not yelling at you, but they're like, Take out your electronics and take off your shoes. Make sure your backpacks are blah, blah, blah. And then other people are like, have your boarding passes in your hands, passports ready. Like, just so crazy. And they're like, make sure your luggage isn't over this weight." And so I was just like, I'm going to get detained (laughs) when it's literally like, what? (laughs) What?" Like, I was so worried. And I was like, what are they going to do? Have to wait a few extra minutes or seconds for me to do something? Like, it just feels so
1: stress-inducing. I know. I could not imagine working there or, like, having a job where you're constantly traveling. I feel like – I guess you get used to it, but it's so stressful.
0: Yeah. Oh, I'm sure if I worked there, I'd be yelling at people, too. <laughs>
1: oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Take your dang shoes off!
0: I've <laughs> for the 15 sign? minutes!
1: Yeah. <laughs> Put your glasses on, old man. Yeah, I would be. Oh, at the, one of the
0: uh, – when I was getting on Fiji – I had like my suitcase in my hand and this flight attendant came up. And keep in mind, it's so freaking loud in the airport. We were all standing in line to board and they have all the intercoms going off. They have bells. They have people talking all around. And she comes up and like says something. And I could like kind of understand, but not really. But I thought she asked like, do you have water in your suitcase? And so I was like, do I have water in my suitcase? I was like, no, I got rid of all of it. She literally rolled her eyes at me and goes, no, I said is this the suitcase you're bringing or something like that? And I was like, yes. And she was like, okay, go ahead. I was like, you whispered to me? Actual whisper? How am I supposed to hear that? Like, actually, how am I supposed to hear that? And she was so annoyed. But I just like, I don't know.
1: Apparently, I really pissed her off.
0: But she didn't even try to hide rolling her eyes. Like, she looked at me like (laughs) I was the stupidest person on the planet. And I was like, lady. (laughs) There are it's ten all fault, different Lord. speakers going off right now talking about all the flights. <laughs> like, If you're going to whisper to me with a mask on so I can't even read your lips, like, what, what do you expect from me? <laughs> I don't know. She really pissed me off. Okay. Ew. Enough about that. Let's get into the meat of this episode. The meat and potatoes. Okay. Travel tips. Don't, don't guess. guess. Just kidding.
1: <laughs> <laughs> don't. Save Just your money. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> Save money, live better. Okay. I'm gonna take a drink real fast.
1: I have to be honest though. Lauren okay. told me, So you've got some traveling tips? And I was like, Huh? And I totally forgot about it. So <laughs> I told Lauren, Don't you worry about it. We'll start talking and things will come to my brain and I'll just blurt them out. And listening back to this, I might regret things I say and it might not make sense. And I'm also a person that doesn't That's travel a lot. Thing. But I will do my best. Yeah,
0: that's one thing about Brit is <laughs> we find out every episode. <laughs> and then every episode she goes, "Guys, are we actually making a list for this?" <laughs> I'm like it doesn't. Like every week we do the same thing. <laughs> it's so I know. funny every time she's like, "Wait, I was actually supposed to do something." <laughs> like, this is like our twentieth episode, but I know. So it's just been making things
1: up on the fly. I think it's just impressive. because I'm like a very list. I am a list person. Like I love a list. Mm-hmm. But like my homework, it's like, okay, chapter 10, chapter, you know, but then it's mm-hmm. I don't have a calendar for the podcast. And I'm just like, oh, I'll get to talk to Lauren and Jesse tonight. And yeah. then I don't really think. I'm like, wait, I should actually plan ahead. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so next time I'm up prepared. every time.
0: No. <laughs> Honestly, it's fun when you make stuff up on the fly. Okay. We'll find out. All right. I, these are all probably going to be like, I don't know, just dumb things people already know. But I'm just going to reiterate things that really worked for me on my trip and also okay. just like smaller things in general. Um, my first one, I just said um like normally on one of those trips, I just download like a ton of movies and music and stuff on my phone. But then this time I was like the amount of time you're traveling, like, you're going to be watching stuff, like, movies on the plane or on your phone or iPad or whatever. And sometimes that just makes me feel so, like, ugh, because my eyes are tired. Like, I've just been staring at this thing. My mind's, like, just completely checked out. And sometimes it just makes me feel like the time's going even slower. <laughs> and so this time I brought a small, like, travel size uh Sudoku book. Sudo- Sudoku? Sudoku. Sudoku. Yeah. That's what I'm going to go with. Sudoku it does not roll off my tongue easy I'm gonna say that (laughs) I brought one of those books and then I also brought um, a coloring book with some coloring pencils and that helped me so much to just feel like when I had been watching too much stuff and my eyes were hurting or it was giving me a headache and I was just over it I would just pull out one of those and I felt like it was enough to like stimulate me and make me feel like it was the time was going by fast but I wasn't doing anything that crazy so I would just recommend if you're going somewhere where it's a long travel Just be prepared to have some like physical objects instead of just watching everything on screens because that can really get old fast.
1: That's mine. That's true. I would say headphones and music because it might help Mm. you sleep. And then it also might um, block out people that you don't want to hear. Maybe like a 15-year-old intoxicated (laughs) boy. I don't know. (laughs) So annoying. (laughs) No, definitely.
0: Get those bad boys charged yes oh that'd be Um, the worst
1: oh if your headphones just died like 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 10 minutes in you like get your headphones ready and they're just dead you're like oh my gosh what am I gonna do okay one of
0: you know how on flights how they have like the screens in the seats yes yeah so they have those except like obviously you can't connect bluetooth to them so they have headphones you can use but for one of mine the of course the 11 hour one my headphones were like they're the corded ones, and they were the kind that would only work if they were held at a certain angle. I <laughs> <So, laughs> have the crappiest pair of headphones on, and I'm like twisting the cord. It's like in a little bow or something, <laughs> holding it like an eighty-nine degree angle, just so I can hear my stupid movie. Like
1: and so, and then you move it, it's like
0: anytime it would move, the slides a bit. Yeah, and then also I think the <laughs> cord was the part that was messed up because the like jack part of it would literally just slip out. Like (laughs) It would just slip out when I hadn't even touched it. And I, it was very much annoying me, but it was just funny. But maybe (laughs) there's like these connector things you can get to plug into your screen so you can connect your AirPods. So maybe do that if you're willing to spend the money on it. But uh, the airplane headphones stink. (laughs) Did you go last or did I? You did. Okay. Um, Oh. So if you're on a flight that has a lot of layovers, I like, obviously you want to keep drinking water throughout the day, but sometimes I don't love drinking water, like tons of water on an airplane because you don't want to have to go to the airplane bathroom lots of times. It, they're just tiny and kind of gross and stuff. And so I would not I've never been one. They're still the one? Yeah. I had I never been I've to never one either until I've never experienced that. It, for me, they're actually pretty clean and like not bad. They were just so small. It was, like, making me very claustrophobic Mm -hmm. because it's, like, there's no window or anything. And you close the door. And I would always be worried the door was going to get stuck. Like, I was just so worried about that. (laughs) But they're just very, like, confining. If you're in economy like me. (laughs) If you're in business (laughs) class, I probably got some bougie thing. But I was with the poor people. So, (laughs) but so I would recommend, like, not drinking as much on your flight. But then once you, like, land for a layover – just like chugging a ton of water because then you could just use the airport bathroom um, and you can still get enough water in that day. But if you don't like drinking water on the airplane, like me, then you won't have to use the airplane bathroom a ton because it's not exactly fun. So
1: <laughs> that's mine. Hmm. What is mine? Okay, is this? I haven't <laughs> been to an airport. I mean, you can edit this part. Oh my goodness. But, um, <laughs> when you go through, like, TSA and all that stuff, people mm-hmm. say, like, th- correct me if I'm wrong, but, like, people say to wear certain clothes and avoid certain clothes or, like, shoes that slip on and off. Yeah. So, like, you gotta be comfy on your plane. You gotta wear your biggest mm-hmm. items that, so, like, you can get more in your luggage. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's all I
0: got. So, is that <laughs> a tip? Go- I'll tell you. Yeah. Uh, going along with that, I'll tell you. You tell me it's right or out- It's right. I'll give you a perfect okay. airport outfit that I wore and loved. Okay? Let's hear it. I wore it. like a, I wore a, not a sports bra, but it was like my, it was like a bandeau bra, super loose, like could barely even tell it was on there. So that no wires, no like harsh straps or anything. You really want a comfortable bra, simple bra. Then I would just wear like a smaller t-shirt, oversized sweatshirt on top leggings, comfy socks and a pair of slides. That was like my perfect airport outfit because if you get too hot, take off the sweatshirt, then it's like you're just in leggings and a t-shirt, which is fine. You can take the slides off, your feet don't feel super crummy for wearing shoes for a long time. If you get cold, put the sweatshirt back on, take the sweatshirt off, use it as a pillow. Like I feel like it was a perfect outfit and you're not like when it comes when you're going through security You're not like searching all around trying to get like your pockets or take off like something super tight or because at some places you'd have to take off um, like certain jackets or bulky things or things like that. Um, So Mm -hmm. I just had this sweatshirt. So it was easy on and off. But I wore that on the way there and on the way back. And it was just like perfect.
1: It's perfect. A perfect fit. Yeah, that would be
0: that's the ideal outfit. Okay. I'm a travel vlogger. (laughs) I do travel (laughs) content now. I'm leaving the podcast because I'm going to become a content creator. Just kidding. Can I
1: tag (laughs) log? Can I be your employee?
0: Do yes. You can come work for me. Okay. Your first task will be to pay for me to go to travel. (laughs)
1: Uh... Simple enough. (laughs) You'll be going to St. George for the weekend. (laughs) Hey, that's still pretty good. Yeah? St. George is far from
0: where I live now. It's kind of annoying. True. Okay, I have two more that I want to talk about. The other ones I'm looking at, and I'm kind of like, meh, I don't really care about them. <laughs> okay, the first <laughs> thing I'll say, one thing I did on this trip that I've never done before that I really enjoyed and I'm glad I did is I kept a travel journal. And so okay. I, like, every day that night, I would just take, like, a, less than five minutes, and I would just write down everything that we did that day. And it was so nice because looking back on vacations, I can never remember what we did or what had happened. Mm-hmm. And so it'll just be nice to look back because I wrote – I had, like, multiple pages I would write in each night because there was just so much that happened. And so I've already gone through and, like, read it and, like, oh, I forgot that happened or, oh, like, that was super oh. fun. And I just really like that. Do you have another one and, or do not to go again?
1: Well, I can tag along with that. Take a lot of photos because yeah. you'll yeah. read it. Even if it's, like, a photo of literally what you ate, of the scenery. Of course, like, if you freaking yeah. pet a kangaroo, you got to take a picture. like. <laughs> you'll look back and be like, "Oh, I forgot!" Like, yeah. you'll just remember things. You could show people. I don't know, just for fun. Memories Always sake. take a picture of your food. Like, I'm kind of embarrassed
0: of that, but every time before we ate food, I would tell i'd be like, "Phone eats first." <laughs> no, take a picture <laughs> before you could eat it. But then looking Harman's back, like, I'm people hungry. are like, "What did you eat?" I could show them. Yeah, he'd be like, "Hurry up!" But normally it would just be like one <laughs> quick photo on my phone, so it would take less than ten seconds. But I'd always be so glad that I took a picture of it. But (laughs) yeah, I would always be like embarrassed. Like I'd be looking around the store being like, is anyone looking over here? (laughs) Just holding my phone out to get a picture. (laughs) You know what? You gotta do what you gotta do. But they're like, she's um, a tourist. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) she's gross. Okay, my last one. Um, One thing that I like hate, it's kind of the bane of my existence, but it doesn't bother other people that much. (laughs) It's like. You know those, like, travel reusable bottles you can use? Like a water bottle or, like, shampoo? No. Shampoo, like, conditioner, body wash, that kind of stuff. Okay. Yeah. I feel like... (laughs) I feel like I just don't travel enough, maybe, because I'll put my shampoo and conditioner in them, and then I'll travel, and then I won't touch them for, like, a year. And so then I'll be like, is this shampoo and conditioner even good? (laughs) Like, it's crusty. It's separated. And then also... I can never get out, like, the last third of the product that's in there. It will not come out. Like, it's just nope. stuck in there forever. And, like, washing them out takes so long. And I feel like I'm wasting product, but I genuinely cannot get it out of the bottle. I don't know if this is just me, but I like, <laughs> I just hate that. It's, it <laughs> pisses me off. Um, and I also feel like I've been trying to get into better shampoo and conditioner for my curly hair. And, of course, my shampoo from a year and a half ago is, like, some crusty, Pantene. like yeah something that's terrible for my hair so I just feel like it takes forever to fill them up I never feel like they're clean I feel like they're always gonna like break open can never get the product <laughs> out like they just <laughs> they piss
1: me off so like, what's the alternative
0: so the alternative that I found that works better for me is I went to Walmart and their travel section and I found like travel sized shampoo conditioner bottles like, that are the actual shampoo and conditioner that I use. Yeah. it's <laughs> like, such bad advice. But it was, like, they're already packaged. They're great. I know they're going to, like, last well. I can get the product out of them. They're so cheap. Like, so incredibly cheap. Because also, too, when I fill them up, like, myself, I never know how much to use. Because I don't want to use, like, half of the bottle of shampoo and conditioner that I own. Because I don't want to waste it. <laughs> but heaven forbid I get there and run out of shampoo and conditioner. So, I just, like. Don't know. So I just grabbed these like (laughs) tiny little shampoo and conditioner bottles, worked perfectly, grabbed a mini toothpaste, mini deodorant, all that kind of stuff. So now whenever, even if I just like go home for a weekend, I can just grab that stuff that's already stored away, already perfectly stored out. It's not a big deal. Like maybe that's just me that gets annoyed by the other ones. (laughs) No,
1: that (laughs) makes sense.
0: Just (laughs) go to Dollar Tree. Such personal problems. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You can get just like your normal products just smaller size and I feel like that's so much easier than trying to like ration out big size products into these little tiny travel containers so
1: that's <laughs> that's like I mean like with it's my contact so solution I don't want to bring a big yeah. old bottle so I buy the little ones and I yeah mean, it's not very cost effective yeah. but it's worth it
0: because you know you know that like all the face wash stuff like you know how I have all those mini bottles of CeraVe yeah yeah, so it's kind of like the shampoo conditioner was like that where it's just already portioned out. So it's like, mm-hmm. it was taped shut too, so it wasn't. I wasn't worried about it getting anywhere. So easy to get the product out. I don't have to worry about trying to wash them out after because that takes literally forever. But <laughs> I feel <thought laughs> so dumb like saying that. But it was like so much
1: better. <laughs> I don't know. That's like, <laughs> I don't know. That's so, yeah, but it's <laughs> worth it. I mean, hey. It's Granted, such a dumb if you're thing going to complain about. No, it's not. Ugh, okay, this is a like, random ugh, question. I have, I have. To travel. Yeah. Oh, you gotta go to Australia. Yeah. It was- so annoying that I, <laughs> I had my shampoo and conditioner and- <laughs> I had to wash it out all oh, boo! No, okay, have you this is, I have a I think I'm probably one of I don't know if this is like an unpopular opinion. I I don't know, you just like explain this as, but when you got home, how long did it take you to unpack from Australia? Oh my gosh. I am so grateful you
0: asked because whenever I go home for a weekend trip to visit my parents, it takes me forever to unpack. Okay. Mm -hmm. Like (laughs) whatever clothes are in that duffel bag, (laughs) I can be there for a while.
1: Literally Mm -hmm. as soon
0: as we got back from Australia, the next morning, I told him, I was like, we need to unpack
1: because I just was
0: like I normally leave it but I was like we have these giant suitcases and also (laughs) I borrowed my sister's suitcases to like travel to Australia and so I had to give them back to her before I came back to the house because she's going somewhere so oh I brought everything back in garbage bags so I was bringing in just all these things in garbage bags and so all of my clothes were just like completely unfolded messed up everything so like the anxiety I had looking at them I was just like this is too much and so we got back and I told Hiram I was like we're gonna set a timer for 30 minutes I'm sure we can get it done in 30 minutes <laughs> I set the timer and Hiram got his done in like 15 minutes it <laughs> might took like an hour because every single piece of cloth oh. was <laughs> unfolded so I had to refold oh and so it's just funny because I kept telling Hiram, I'm like, dude, we could do it in 20, 30 minutes. No problem. Like, you just got to work hard. All that kind of stuff. And then it took me literally forever. And I
1: was so irritated by that. <laughs> I was just like, I oh. can't. See, but I'm we the person I feel right that amazing. That's what... Okay, I'm that person. Like, granted, it'll just be like mm-hmm. a weekend trip to like St. George or whatever. So I just have like a small duffel bag. Nothing mm-hmm. crazy. The second I get home, I'm like, okay, everybody just wants to go inside and, like, sit on the couch and relax. I'm like, no, we're emptying the car. So we break all the stuff in the car. <laughs> but then it's, like, everybody's bag is, like, lined up against the stairs. And I'm like, "Yeah, okay. So I grab all my stuff, go put it in my room. Immediately, I'm like, okay, this goes to the laundry. This needs to be hung up. <laughs> this, oh, go put it back in my room. Like, I'm telling you, like, I can't go to bed unless it's, like, in its right place. I don't. Yeah, honestly slow. I'm, like, that type of person. But I'm, like, people think I'm crazy in the moment, but I'm, like, if I don't do that, I don't know when it will get done.
0: Yeah. I think if I have more – because normally I just take my little duffel bag and it has two or three outfits in it. And then my – I have, like, another bag where I put in all of my – what's called? Hygiene stuff, I guess. Yeah. And so normally I'll just, like, take my hygiene stuff out and put that away because I need to use it that night. But then all the outfits, I'll be, like, hmm. <laughs> Just will take me a couple days. But when it's, like – bigger than the duffel bag I definitely feel that where it's like I get home and I'm like I just feel so like especially too when you've been gone from your house for a while and you're just excited to be home mm-hmm. it's like I want things to be back like I want my phone chart to be plugged back into the wall I want all of my underwear and socks to be back in the bucket instead of me searching through them mm-hmm. in my bag like I want my shoes the <laughs> way. like it just feels so much better that way but I definitely am guilty of weekend trips just
1: letting it sit there and rot. I'm also that person- <laughs> i'm also that person that's like before i go i want my room spick and span i want it so then like Same. i can just come home to it being clean people like i'm I crazy later
0: the devil before it pisses like i get so mad before we go on a trip <laughs> It can sound bad but like the day before even if it's just going home to my parents my stress levels are at 100 <sighs> i'm like we need to clean out the fridge. I need to vacuum sweep. I need to do the, like, floorboards. We need to do the laundry, put it away, all this kind of stuff. When We'll we'll be gone for two days. <laughs> like, everything, like, my bedding and towels have to be washed freshly for when I get back. Like, I don't know what it is, but my apartment has to be 150% clean for when I get back. And it, like, <laughs> so stressful for me. Like, it's not even, like, I get back and it feels nice, but I'm also, like, I did not have to go this hard. Like, I did not no. have to go yeah. and do all these extra 100 steps, but, like, I can't feel like I'm ready to go unless they're done.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know. That's my fatal flaw.
1: That is. My fatal flaw with traveling <laughs> is I overpack clothes. Oh, same. Yeah, I'll probably repeat one of those. Like, I'll re- probably repeat the same outfit three times. <laughs> yeah so I unpack
0: 15 pairs of pajamas and I'll sleep in the same shorts every night.
1: <laughs> yep. so when I come home and unpack, I'm like, wow, this is easy. I didn't even wear this. But yeah. that's my <laughs> two flaw. dirty clothes. I- the rest are all clean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be my fatal flaw.
0: I'm trying to think. I feel like I did very well like on this trip traveling wise I thought I'd be a lot more like, I don't know, just like overwhelmed, stressed, like that kind of stuff. But I feel like I was doing pretty well. Um I you know what I'm gonna say it. This trip was a lot better than on the way to Mexico because we went to Mexico this year. <laughs> I'm just gonna say it. We went to Mexico and like an hour in, I was like, I feel like I'm getting a UTI.
1: Oh, oh and we were God. driving
0: there, okay. Yeah, we were driving there. It's like a over 12 hour drive, I think. hour and i'm like what is this feeling and this is the worst and i remember like an hour after we left i asked my dad to pull over to go to the gas station just because i was like i feel like i have to pee something feels weird down there i don't know (laughs) i remember asking and all of my sisters were like already are you kidding me (laughs) like what Why didn't you go in the house? Like, why did we have to stop already? (laughs) Because they had all fallen asleep, and I was in the back seat, and so they all had to like wake up and move so I could go. And just the absolute like hate that I got. I was like, guys, please, you don't. I wasn't gonna tell them, but I was like, please. (laughs) So that was. It was a twelve-hour drive, and then it also, we were driving on Christmas Day. Okay, keep get that in your mind. Okay, Christmas Day. Nothing is open. Not a single thing. So it's like, no pharmacies are open if I wanted to get something for them. Oh, and then no. it's also like, you feel like you have to go to the bathroom a ton. And so literally every single place is closed. And so I'm like in the back freaking out being like, I need to go to a bathroom right now. And every place we drive by, closed, closed, closed. And all my family's like, oh, like we'll find something when we find something. I'm Can you hold like, it? Find something, please. I can't. So the place that we finally stopped, it was like, I think it was like KFC or something like that. <laughs> <KFC>. <laughs> we get in line and I go to the front and the their bathroom was like locked. And so I asked the lady, I was like, is there any way we get the bathroom unlocked? She's like, yeah, sure. She takes our entire family's order and just stays there. <laughs> Never goes to unlock it. So a few minutes later, she goes, unlocks it. <laughs> the crustiest bathroom in my entire life. It was like... The toilet literally had graffiti on it, like in pencil and stuff. Like someone had taken the time to like etch it into the toilet, and it just smelled so and so bad. And it's one of those toilets where exactly, and it's one of those toilets where you're for sure squatting. Okay, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I like have been feeling like I have had a UTI all day. I finally get to a toilet. It smells so bad, and I have to squat. I was, like, I was so done. I, I was being terrible at dinner and I was just in such a bad mood and that was like Hiram's first like road trip with my family oh no it, it I'm just like laughing thinking about it me and my other sister I think she was on her period because me and her were like fighting that whole day and I was just having the worst time and so, sorry, I'm like laughing, crying, bringing that She's up. She's
1: literally wiping tears. So, I,
0: but so, um, I'm losing my train of thought. But so after that happened, because also we we're going to go do a service trip, and so every day we we're going to be driving out to this remote site, and the only thing they have to use is a porta potty. <laughs> oh, the- no. And so I was like, I cannot be getting. I was so stressed. Uh, luckily, the next day, that night, I chugged so much water. And the next day, the hotel breakfast had cranberry juice. So I chugged a bunch of that. But it just <laughs> makes me laugh because that was my biggest fear, honestly. Not <laughs> again. I was, <laughs> I was like, what if on my first plane ride, like, I start feeling like i getting a UTI? I was like, oh. I was so stressed about that. That was my biggest fear that and was so your fear park, that's so weird that was my biggest fear was that it's so random but like after the first flight I was like you know what I'm feeling good spirits are high after that after I got through the first flight I was
1: like yeah I can do this <laughs> <'Cause> my people... <laughs> oh my gosh It's I'm the simple sweating. things that make the difference
0: yeah I can't believe I just revealed that to everyone but I honestly, I still don't even know if it was a UTI because it was just that day where it felt uncomfortable. And the next day, it was gone. I think I was just lucky and someone was looking out for me. But I will say that was like <laughs> <my> because <laughs> I also like what if I have to get medication when I'm there? I'm like Hiram and I can't drive because it's the opposite side of the road and we weren't old enough to drive the um, rental car. So it's like <laughs> who would I pick to tell? To ask them. To what you I gonna off- ask? To <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm dying. I'm uh, actually sweating.
1: That's a okay. new fear unlocked. <laughs> Careful of your TI while uh, you travel. Yeah. Have some monostat. Is that what uh, that is
0: on hand? I don't even know. I have no idea. I've never had one before, so I didn't even know where to start. <laughs> Me neither. But- <laughs> Uh, so if you're my siblings and you're listening, you should feel bad for being so mean to me on the way to Mexico. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was going through it, okay? <laughs> okay. okay I, let's wrap this up before I say anything else embarrassing about myself, but you're I just thought okay. I'd be open and honest with the listeners. <laughs>
1: uh, I, uh, okay. <laughs>
0: I'm gonna giggly. Room. I hope Jesse has fun listening back I to know. this. She's gonna have no idea yes. where this
1: is gonna go. Jessie's gonna be like a normal viewer and hearing this for the first time. So. Yeah,
0: <laughs> maybe That's she'll weird. give us outside, outside opinion. Be like, "Wow, you guys really do talk
1: way too long." <laughs> I'm scared she's gonna be like, "You guys did that." I don't know. She wouldn't, but what?
0: That would no. be so mean if she said
1: that. I know. We'll let her in. She's in, next in Lake
0: yeah, she's having a great time. I don't even know if she has service I right know. now, but anyways, uh, we miss her. I don't know. We'll try to have her on next week for sure. Um, I think she has her. She has a couple trips that are kind of here and there, so we're definitely going to try to get her to record when she has a break. Um, uh, because we she's love recording with Jesse and we miss her. Jesse, we miss you, and we're excited to record with you. This
1: is for you, Jesse. Ready, yeah. Just, it's What is it? What's the saying? Let the horse out of the barn and let it ride on home. <laughs> 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 That's I'm Love you.
0: <laughs> we got to put that in every episode. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Love you on three. One, two, three. Bye. I love Bye. Love you. Bye.